Blog Talk Radio. Radio.com. Word of Life is based on John 10.10, where Jesus said, I am come that they might have life, and that they might have it more abundantly. We're your co-hosts here. I am Renetta, coming to you from Gladwin, and my co-host Ella is here, coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. We would like for you to contact us by emailing your comments, prayer requests, or questions to wordalive612 at gmail.com. And that's a capital W. You can also contact us by following us on Twitter at Word Alive Now. You can listen to us 24-7 here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Word Alive. All of our archives are available on demand or by downloading our podcast Word Alive at uh, iTunes and on your Android phone by downloading the uh, Blog Talk Radio app and listening to Word Alive on your phone. We're so glad that each and every one of you were able to join us tonight. We invite you to call a friend and have them to tune in and listen to the message as well, listen to the broadcast as well. Um, Word Alive is on each Saturday night at 11 p.m. You can call in and participate live by dialing 646 Three seven eight zero five three eight, and if you are online listening, uh, scroll down to the bottom and join us in the chat room. God bless and enjoy. Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Renetta, one of the co-hosts here at Word Alive, and I am joined by Ella, our other co-host. How are you tonight, Ella? I am wonderfully blessed, and Happy New Year to you, my sister. And Happy New Year to you as well. Yes, it's the new year. It's 2016. We all made it to 2016. Today is January 2nd, 2016. And we are so glad that you have joined the broadcast. And we thank you for joining. And you still have time to call a friend and get a friend to come and join us as well. Well, we made it through 2015, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A lot of growth. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of growth in 2016. You know, we have to take a brief look at 2015. Uh, the year 2015 was one of the most blessed years of my entire life. I can truly, truly say that me and my family, were blessed. Me and my husband and my children and grandchildren had a really blessed year. And does that mean that nothing bad happened to none of us last year? No, that doesn't mean that nothing bad happened to none of us last year. But 
it does mean that we had a wonderful year and that there were many, many uh, tremendous blessings last year. There were many things that God did in our lives last year. Uh, I'm not going to try to itemize everything that God did, but there was just some tremendous spiritual blessings, some tremendous even natural blessings last year was just wonderful. And we just had some really wonderful blessings in our family last year, just tremendous blessings in our family last year. I have a daughter that lives in, I have two daughters that lives in Texas. And I think both of them made it to Michigan more than once this year. And one of them, I think she made it to Michigan three or four times. Uh, I mean, not this year, last year. And that was, that's tremendous. And um, uh, that's really, really tremendous. And, uh, me and my husband did a little traveling this year because we went to Texas this year. And uh, uh, we made it to uh, a place that I've been wanting to go. But many, many years we made it to, uh, can't even call the name of it right now, Mackinac Island. I've been wanting to go there for years. By now, I've been living in Michigan all my life, and I've never been to Mackinac Island. You know, my parents never went. And uh, I and I got to go there uh, last year. That was a milestone for me. <laughs> yeah, it may not be a milestone for some people. That was a milestone for me. So some great things happened. I mean, I got, um, I think we only had one new grandbaby this in 2015. Yeah, I think we only had one new grandbaby in, in 2015. So I think we only have one grandbaby that's under one years old. We have a grandbaby that's. Um, a month old. <laughs> and so we were blessed. We were blessed. And the things that, that the negative things that happened were not things that overtook none of us. So praise God, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So how was 2015 for you, Ella? Oh, my, 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 my. <laughs> Ah, uh, I I come to know God in a new level of his love for me. Mm-hmm. And it is so profound that uh, I saw God just, oh, just do amazing things. And I am so grateful. I am so grateful for his love for me. And uh, he gave me opportunities to... Uh, Appreciate my fellow man and woman, humanity, and his love for what we're here on earth to do. I, I see my, my place in God's plan in the earth like I've never seen it before. It is so humbling and it is so... I, I, I'm just overwhelmed with the assignment that God got in my life, in my heart, for humanity in the earth. Things that God spoke into my heart when I was 18 years old. And they've just been more enriched and more enriched. He's just amazed me. Totally flipped me out amazed. I'm at awe at the things God has done in in 2015. And... Uh, Great foundation. I am 
I am more in love with him than ever in my life. Hey. My, uh, my spiritual mother passed away. She went on the transition. And uh, I I told her, one day I called her, and I said to her, Mom, Mom feels, I said, I will always be grateful to God for you. I said, you are the one that God used to absolutely cause me to abandon myself into the love for God. I watched you just love God totally abandoned. It was so fascinating to me. With such deep, pure love, my God. And uh, that has been the driving force. She transitioned and uh, God made a way that I could go there and just sit and reflect. And it gave me a deeper calm and a peace that he said, just allow it to unfold and happen. But stay your court, but allow it to just happen. And uh, that is the crowning glory. I've had many of them in 2015, uh, but that yeah. was the crowning glory. I really mm-hmm. appreciate this moment just to reflect and, and uh Loving God, loving God, loving Him. Loving and God. we can't even love Him up by ourselves. It is Him. For God is love. He's the one. My Lord, the revelation, the clarity, it's just overwhelming. I get so excited. And uh, it's not that I'm perfect. But that's not it. But it is that... I abandoned myself to ownership to him. And a whole bunch of mess is coming up. And I am grateful that because the more that I, the less of me, the more of him. And uh, I turned 72 years old last year. And uh, I got more on the back end of this yardstick than I do on the the one before me. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. so I am uh it's like I'm getting the real meat of the word. The mm-hmm. life of the word that is the meat and that I may be able to spoon feed it. And God is putting young men and young women in my pathway and we spend hours just coming to experience him, to see these people break in with never recognize a, a, a clarity of a relationship with God. And just to see these things happen is absolutely enthralling. So, uh, yes, 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 yes. Coming to know God. And, you know, it's amazing how people can be can go to church all their life and still not know God. Still mm. not know God. And, uh, you know, um, 
the awakening and the awareness, and you know the things that that the that the Holy Spirit is just bringing revelation to us about you know God's word, the word about God, about God's love towards, about the plan of salvation and what it really means to us. It, it's amazing the journey that we have been on. It's amazing the unfolding that God is doing mm-hmm. right in front of us. It's amazing the the um, the works that we get to to. Uh, to get to witness and experience even the things that God do in other people's lives. He allows us to witness. He allows us to witness his power at work. He allows us to witness his word at work. He allows someone to pick up the phone and call and say, what is going on? <laughs> and then uh, God gives the right word for the situation. That word is applied, and they call back and say, Wow. It's amazing how that works. You know, we learn to implement the word of God in our lives. You know, the scripture yeah. tells us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. And and we like to be hearers of the word. We love to hear the word. We love to go to church. We love to hear it. We love to experience having church and experience hearing the word taught and hearing the word preached. But, oh, when you get to the place when you come to know God, you begin to fall in love with being a doer of the word because when you become Uh, a doer of the word, when you begin to implement the word in your life right where you live, you get to experience God on another level. It's more than just reading the Bible about him and reading what he did in other people's lives and reading what Jesus did, how he healed people and and how he uh, uh, delivered people from demons. It's one thing to read about those things. It's one thing to read the, 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 the books that was written by Peter and by Paul, but it's another thing to practice the word on a regular, consistent basis, how you live your life. Every day of our lives, we're practicing something. You are putting something to practice. You're putting, you're, you're implementing something in your life every single day. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. So maybe as we leave 2015, as we have entered 2016, maybe we need to evaluate. Well, implementing something in my life. I'm not really. I'm not implementing something in my life. I'm not practicing any particular theory or any particular principle or I'm I'm just me. You are implementing something every day of your life. Yes, yes, yes. And if you really don't know what it is you're implementing, then I'm here to tell you you need to evaluate your life and see what are you implementing in your life. What are you doing? What are you a doer of? Because if you are, if you call yourself a Christian, if you call yourself a believer, and you are not implementing the word actively in your life every day, what are you implementing? Mm-hmm. If you're not implementing the thing that you say you have faith in, what are you implementing? And I would like to ask, I would like to make a statement to you all. If you are sitting in a corner, waiting for God to move 
you probably need to get up out of that corner. If you're sitting in your prayer closet, I'm going to shake some people today. Some people might not like what I say. If you're sitting in your prayer closet praying day after day after day after day and sitting there praying and waiting for the results to come down from God, and that's it, you need to get up. Because we are supposed to pray. We are supposed to believe the word. We are supposed to believe God. But if I believe God, how does he know I believe him? Now, I'm not trying to take God's power away. Yeah, God does know your heart. But even God has let us know in his word that faith without works is dead. Yes, so saying I believe him because I pray every day. I believe him because I go into the throne room and I boldly make my petitions known to him. But when you get finished with your petition, what do you do? Do you just sit and wait? Mm-hmm. Because we are we are the uh, uh, I, 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 I'm not trying to take anything away from God, but if you really think about this and meditate on it, we are the creators of the life that we live. Amen, sister. We create the life that we live. Yes, we do. It is your own action, inaction, activity. Inactivity, the words that you speak out of your own life, out of your own mouth, what you believe, how or whether what you believe or what you speak agrees with each other or not, all of those things working together determines the life that you're going to live tomorrow. What you're doing today determines what your tomorrow is Mm. going to look like, sound like, be amen, like amen, what amen. your existence in this earth is going to really be. And if, if if going through all of the lessons that we've talked about and and all of the ministers that we brought on board to add to uh, uh, Word Alive, having taught you that, you need to go back through them again and we need to we need to go back and, and teach some again too. Because the bottom line is it's time to stop sitting and pointing the finger at the other person. It's time to start sitting there crying, woe is me, why me, why me, why me. It's time to stop having pity parties. It's time to say, why not me? Why can't I? Why shouldn't I? Yeah, that did happen to me, but so what? Oh, what? It does not mean that your today and your tomorrow has to be woe is me or why did this happen to me or a pity party or sad for the rest of your life. If you have a happy life, it's because of what you do. It's not because of what somebody did to you. If you have a sad, miserable life, it's because of what you're doing, not because of what somebody has done to you. So I would like to say, let this be the year that you take back your life. Let this be the year that you decide that you are going to live. Let this be the year that you decide you're going to be happy. 
Let this be the year you decide not to be miserable anymore. Let this be the year that you decide pain is not going to determine my tomorrow anymore. You know, it's time to defeat sickness. It's time to defeat disease. It's time to defeat pain. It's time to defeat misery. It's time to defeat depression. It's time to throw away our pity party hat, throw away our glasses, and tell our friends they got to go because the party is over. <laughs> My Lord. And it's time to come out of our prayer closet and live life to the fullest. Jesus said, I come that they might have life and that more abundantly. He wasn't talking about after your life here ends. He is talking about while we are alive here on earth. Live. Live. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Pray and get up and live. Pray and believe God and get up and live. Pray, believe God, receive what you have prayed in agreement with the word of God and God for yourself and for others and get up and go live. And I'm going to tell you something that's going to happen on your journey to life. You are going to impact somebody else because you chose to live and not die. Because you chose to be happy, not miserable. Because the the life of God inside of you is going to spring forth. Glory to God. Like a well, a flourishing well. And and it's, it's going to affect other people. Because when I choose to live, what I'm doing is agreeing with God. I'm agreeing with what he wants for me. And if I just come into agreement with God, that life will flourish on the inside of me. All you want is somebody to agree with what he's already spoken. Mm-hmm. And he's spoken it in his written word, but he's speaking it over us all the time. It's just that we be so blocked down in misery and defeat and woe is me and I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, and making everything all about us that we don't hear him. We got so much piled on top of us that we don't hear nobody but ourselves and our own complaining and our own misery and all of our friends who came to agree with us. (laughs) Job. But it's time to get up and shake the dust off and determine, you know what? If I'm going to live, why not now? If I'm going to be happy, why not be happy now? Why not make 2016 a happy year for me? If you want to make it all about you, make it all about you in the right way. Not trying to make somebody else make you happy. Not telling somebody else that they need to do something for you. No, get up and do something for yourself. Get up and do something for yourself. Find out what the words say about you. Come into agreement with that and live. Live it. And like Ella say, let the love of God impact your life. And if you are a Christian, if you are a true believer, the only reason that it hasn't is because up to this point you blocked it unknowingly 
but yet you still blocked it. But let yourself be open to experience God, to experience God's love, to allowing God be God, allowing God to do what he does best. And you choose just get out of his way, stop mumbling, stop complaining, stop whining, stop your pity party, throw away all of your pity party stuff, throw away your pity party sweatsuits, throw away your pity party hairdo, throw away your pity party face, smiley face, put some shouting music on. And rejoice in the God of your salvation. Hallelujah. For he has made you glad. Accept it. Receive that gladness. Take off the garment of heaviness and put on the garment of praise. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank Thank you, you. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God the praise that he deserves. If you, and if you're saying, well, I don't have anything to praise him for, so much bad stuff happened to me in 2015, if you don't have nothing at all, if you can think of one thing to praise God for, don't praise him for what he's done. Just praise him because he's God. So just begin to say hallelujah, which means you, praise God. And just praise him. And just praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank Jesus. And if you can't think of nothing that God has done, I can tell you something. He gave his only begotten son for your salvation, for your redemption, to buy you back so he could call you his own again, so he could be in relationship with you again. Accept it. Step into that relationship that he wants so badly with you. Embrace him. Let him allow him embrace to embrace you. Experience that. Experience an overflowing love. Let it impact you. Hallelujah. Let it overwhelm you. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, yeah. And wake up. Uh, Just a second. I I, I, want to make a... I'm going to let you talk. Open the door and look out of your front door and see the world. There's a whole world out there. And, and, And you have purpose in this world. There's somebody out there that the love of God flowing through you is going to touch, is going to impact. Oh, yeah. You've been in the mirror so long, making it all about you so long that you couldn't see them. You didn't realize they were there waiting for you. But as you begin to praise and magnify God and get in his presence and allow that love to just overflow you, allow God to begin to pour into you and prepare you and you don't you don't even have to worry about well how am I well what am I just allow God and before you know it you will have touched someone else's life. Go ahead, Ella. Uh, you can say whatever you want to say. 
uh, for about the next five minutes or so. And when you're done, you can wrap us up. Okay. I I just want I want to this brought to mind something that we heard in one of our our classes, and we we shared it online with us. And many many ambitions in this life is our goal is to be successful. And in that success, we we have many uh, trials and tribulations and, and failures, but our ego is motivating us to go above and beyond to be successful as whatever the goal is. And But we learn something very powerful and profound. In our walk as Christians, our walk, well, first, as successful is it is to look at other people to look at us and to say, "Boy, they really, they really are smart. Boy, they they got the big business. They got connections. They got this. They got that." It, because it it is something that is in the enlightenment from the eyes of others, and that is our motivating driving force in being successful. But we learned something that was so profound that was just tremendous. The preacher said, as children of God, we want a life of significance. We want what God is desiring in the earth. And as we connect with him and what's in his heart, and he allows that to flow through us, our life will be significant. Our, our brethren and sisters, the people around us, the people in the streets, the people that never will see will be significant because it is out of our heart and our tongue that we have that authority with God as we obey him, let his love, direct and guide us, we will find significance in the earth is what we're here all about. Amen? Amen. And we pray tonight, this is our prayer tonight to our radio audience, that the significance that God has put inside of you for us to birth it, give it life, let it flow, let it blossom. That we be significant as God in the earth flows through us, to us, for us, and through us. God love you. We bless you. And that is our prayer, that you begin to recognize the significance of God's manifestation in our lives for 2016. And we shall. And let this be the year. Let this be the year. Let this be the year. No more sitting. Let this be the year. We get up and we let it be. God bless you all. We will see you Saturday night at 11 p.m. Please bring a friend. God bless. Amen. God bless you, sis. God bless you. Good night. God bless. Thank you.